I did not go out. I did not meet people. I did not build those social skills. And then when I got married, I treated my wife as if she were a man. I did not how to lead her in the relationship. And as a result, I just kept watching more porn. And finally, she divorced me. And that that's why, that's why I realized that I need to stop this addiction. And I did. Welcome to Stolaroid Stories, a podcast that will help you improve your English through inspiring conversations and personal stories. I'm Fabio Cerpelloni. I'm a professional English teacher. Welcome to the show. Ready? Let's go. Hello and welcome to another episode of Stolaroid Stories. Welcome, guys. In today's episode, we're going to talk about porn addiction. This is something that you will never find in an English course book or in an English textbook, but this is life. So this is um, something that exists. There are people who are addicted. There are people who are addicted to sugar. There are people who are addicted to social media. I'm addicted to my email inbox. I'm really, I'm seriously addicted to my email inbox. I check it too often and uh, I think it's not healthy. So I do have my addictions. And some people are addicted to porn. And Roman is one of, was, was one of these people because he's not addicted anymore. He's now a porn detox, detox coach and he helps people break free from this addiction. Porn destroyed his life, and he will. He, you will hear his story. Um, I wanted to tell you also that maybe you already know, but there are certain topics that you will never find in English textbooks. So, topics that publishers and authors should avoid. And there is actually an acronym, PARNSNIP. P stands for politics. So they cannot, you will never find a question about, I don't know, what do you like, uh, what do you think of Donald Trump? You will never see that in an English course book. Of course not. Because that might create, you know, too much debate, argument. You, you never know what, what political views students have in the class. So course books will never include that. Politics, alcohol religion, sex, which is related to today's episode, narcotics, ism, so for example, communism, terrorism, and pork. Pork because um, there are English learners of English who are Muslim and they don't eat pork because of their religion. I hope you will enjoy this episode. I really enjoyed talking to Roman. Roman is from Russia. As I said, he was a porn addict. He's now a porn detox, detox coach. His first language is Russian. He is not, um, he's not a native English speaker, but you will hear his English. It's amazing. It's amazing. We also talk about this at the beginning. All right, get ready now, because guess what? It's story time. 
welcome, Roman. Welcome to Stolaroid Stories. It's great to have you here. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Fabio. It's a privilege to be with you. Thank you. Uh, Roman, I know that English is not your first language, right? You're originally from Russia. That's right. But your English level is amazing. I mean, how did you get to such a high level? You must have studied a lot. Well, yeah, thank you for the compliment. I, I would say I'm old. I'm 40. So I had I had time to actually learn <laughs> English, right, and practice it. But but the true story is this. Um, I've been a fan of American culture and the American version of the English language for a very long time. And that was motivation for me to learn it really hard. So I studied English mm. at school when I was in middle mm -hmm. school and high school. And then when, when I went to college, I, I really focused on learning on English language and literature. That was my specialization. And I spent five years studying that. And in the meantime, I also went to the U.S. That was my first trip there when I was 19. And I spent an amazing summer in Alaska really immersing oh. myself into the culture, really enjoying speaking the language. And th that's where I got, I got hooked on English. And I think that with my journey of learning it, this motivation, this fascination with the linguistic side of the language, I kind of, you know, with my native language, Russian, it's kind of boring. I don't need to think. I don't, uh, I'm not really present to what I'm saying. But with English, I really appreciate almost each word. I like beautiful phrases. I like, I like the structure of the language. I love grammar. I love thinking about this. And this, this was so fascinating to me that I just learned it. And also, I, I've been lucky to move from Russia to Canada four years ago. And since then, I think my English improved because I can practice it every day now. So if it comes to really giving tips to, to your audience today, mm. mm -hmm. I would say this, yeah. get motivated, get really immersed into the culture. For My thing was watching those 80s and 90s movies. I love that. And I, I learned English from those movies. And also, I would say this, if you can immerse yourself into the culture by actually going there, this is super helpful. Just like, yeah. th think about this. This is another linguistic point. In Canada, we have two official languages, English and French. And I, I, I didn't really know French before coming to Canada. But because we have all the signs in two languages here, and let's say mm. I pick up a whatever, let's say I buy coconut oil. It has mm. the French name as well. And this helps me learn French just as I go. Yeah, because you're, you're basically surrounded by by that language now uh right thank you thank you for this um actually when when i first saw you on youtube i i thought okay a canadian guy but actually then i discovered that you were from russia so well done i mean congratulations you 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 really got to a level that most learners of english will never get maybe because then they they're not as motivated as you um but uh, okay i also know well you are a porn detox coach that's correct what the 
what does that mean? <laughs> Tell us yes. a little bit about that. And I usually put it like this, uh, your friendly neighborhood porn detox coach, you know, sort of mm. to balance the porn detox thing. Mm. What happened is that I, I had this addiction in my life for 17 years alongside mm. other addictions. And it, it held me back for many years from realizing my potential, forgetting the success that I wanted. And on top of it, I'm a family guy. And it led to the destruction of my marriage. It wasn't the only reason, but it did contribute a lot. My wife actually divorced me because I did not develop the social skills because when, when I had those golden years for developing my social skills between 16 and 21, I did not go out. I did not meet people. I did not build those social skills. And then when I got married, I treated my wife as if she were a man. I did not how to lead her in the relationship. And as a result, I just kept watching more porn. And finally, she divorced me. And that that's why, that's why I realized that I need to stop this addiction. Mm. And I did. I went online, I shared my story, and and actually so many people resonated with it. They said, yeah, I'm mm. going through the same thing. You, you felt addicted. And now that you explained how you felt, I also feel addicted. Help me. Okay. How did you know you were addicted? So what? at what point one person could say, I'm addicted to porn? Like how many, can you maybe give us numbers? Like how many hours, how many videos, or I don't know. Okay, <laughs> this is a good question. I don't think there is an additional, uh, an official hmm. definition of how many hours you must watch porn to be addicted. It's different for for everyone. I would say hmm. it's something between one to two hours. If you, every day, if you are in that range, that might mean that you are addicted. And for me, the main the main reason to say that you are mm. addicted is when you cannot control your addiction. You cannot control the behavior. And you just go into this behavior either when you're horny and you don't know how to, to actually realize that horniness in a healthy way. Or... Yeah when you feel depressed or unhappy or lonely and then you use porn that short-term pleasure to escape mm. that feeling in the moment that would be a definition and then also it has negative consequences on your life that's when you know you are addicted let's say your relationship is falling apart or you are afraid of people and people are actually afraid of you because of this weird energy that you have about you because you're hiding the secret. I see. I think that what you're saying is, I mean, it, it could apply to any types of addiction. Yes. Like smoking, sugar, uh, any types of addiction. Like when you, when you can't control it, that's actually a, a good way to put it. Like you can't control it. Mm. And how did you break free? from this addiction like what did you seek help did you i don't know uh, see a doctor a psychologist a psychiatrist this is an amazing question because i think that i should have done that 
because mm. it, and and not just in this particular situation in my life until i got to the point where i am now i i never used help i never i never turned to professionals for help unless i had a, a severe medical condition and that was a mistake because i wasted so much time at one point i was depressed because of a stupid thing because because my dog died and i wasted mm. two hours be i mean two years being depressed and mm. i mean thinking back now being depressed about a dog for two years wasting two years of my life feeling miserable i mean if i had a therapist or a coach who would told me bluntly what are you doing it's just a dog let it go and I did not get that benefit. Now, back to your question. Basically, I what I did, I made it difficult for myself when I did my porn recovery. I did it with sheer willpower. I did not have a system pretty much. I had some few tips that I learned from Tony Robbins, like replacing mm -hmm. the habit. And my replacement habit was listening to music. So instead of succumbing to an urge to watch porn and masturbate, I would just listen to music and I did not listen to the music during the day. So I was anticipating the sessions and that's why it was pushing me. But otherwise, it was sheer willpower. And that willpower came from one simple realization. Hmm. My life at this point was pretty much destroyed. My wife divorced me. I moved in with my parents. I literally lived in their basement. I wanted to get a girlfriend. I wanted to have a second family, but I felt very down and I knew that I did not have the social skills. And I realized that the only re the only way for me to get out of that basement would be to learn the social skills, get a girlfriend. And porn was holding me back because after each porn session, I would lose motivation mm. to go out. And I really, mm. I really, I lost my confidence. And by doing porn recovery, I reclaimed my confidence. Wow. Well done. You did it on your own, basically. On your own and maybe with some help from Tony Robbins, who is, uh, um, uh, who is Tony Robbins? Like a motivator, like a, a life coach, right? Um, and you said you shared your story online and i think i read on your website you shared it in 2019 so not not very long ago um uh, how did you do that like did you did you go on social media and and just uh posted a uh something about your story did you talk to someone how did you i mean because it takes it takes courage to go online and say, I'm, a, I'm addicted to porn, please help me. Well, is that what you did? Or... Exactly. And I did it on YouTube. And I think uh, this, mm. is, this is a very deep question because when it comes to social media, I think mm. social media are really about sharing your stories, different types of stories, sharing your challenges. And... And just like telling people, all right, I did this. This is possible. You can do it too. And if you need help, ask me questions. I'm here to help. And I think that really this is, this is what internet is about. If you, if you think mm -hmm. deeply about it, because this is us, every one of us coming together 
and helping each other by telling our stories. Everyone loves stories. And that, that's why at this point, I started as a life coach. And I, I was just sharing different stories from my life. And that was one story that people resonated most. And I did not really expect that to happen, but it did. <laughs> so you accidentally started a business, basically, because then now you're, now you're a, a coach, so you help other people. Like, I learned English, I became a teacher, and now I help people to improve. Yes. And you, you, you kind of, I mean, you, you're doing the same thing. You had that experience. You know what it means to, to feel like that uh, and to be in that situation. And now you're helping other people. So who do you help? I mean, who are your clients? Yes, I understand. Look, I would say this. The, the range of people that I work with, it basically starts from the age of 11 to 62. 11? Yeah. Kids. Yeah, kids. And oh my God. My, my clients, they are mostly in the, the pain clients, are mostly in the range between 30 and 45. The younger guys, they usually tell me, we don't have money. Just, just give, us, give us your best steps. So I, I do my best to help them for free. And yeah, mm. people, people now get addicted to porn as, as early as, I mean, I was talking to someone just the other day and, and he got addicted to it at eight. <laughs> so because it's so it's so easy to 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 find it right it's 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 on our phone there's no there are no restrictions unless their parents uh uh put some restrictions there so you're saying that there are kids as young as like eight years old eight, eight years old and and they're addicted to porn already this is terrible I would have never expected something like this. Um, and how, I mean, what do you do? Like, do you talk with them? Is there a, because I know you have a program, a 30-day program uh, for, for porn addicts. Yeah, so normally I tell this. So I created a free porn detox course. And whenever people ask for help, I tell them, go take the course. Plus, I also mm. do a, a live podcast every Sunday. Mm. So anyone can can join. It's on YouTube and ask me any questions. So it's sort of a coaching session and it's also very helpful. Mm. Two things. And then usually I, I, I do believe and based on feedback, most people, they can quit just with this because this course, it creates a, a system. And this system makes the process easier. It makes the recovery easier. It has three components. Accountability, creating a battle plan and following the battle plan, and then commitment. So it, it really addresses all of these three components. And when you have them down, it's, it's, it's pretty much way easier to quit than if you just do it with your sheer willpower. Now, if a person is more addicted and a lot of people what they do is that they, they don't actually have the willpower to take the course and in this case they might benefit from from paid programs that i do with them those programs they include coaching sessions with me one-on-one -on -one, and 
more accountability, everyday access to me. Yeah, that's that's way more more motivational and makes makes the journey easier. Hmm. And uh, I'm thinking, um, when you help these people, um, like, would you say that? helping someone who's addicted to porn is like helping and like if i have an addiction to something would would one of your programs maybe this is a stupid question but would your program help me with addiction in general like would would you say that you can help addicts in whatever the addiction they have the, yeah, I like the question because I think that 70% of my teaching is, yeah, it's pretty much universal. It will work for any addiction. Mm. I mean, the 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 part that's, that's different is commitment. Because when we talk about commitment, we talk about what's motivating you. And if someone is smoking, the the consequences of that bad habit, they're different from the consequences of porn addiction in many ways. Let's say, for example, porn destroys your confidence, whereas mm -hmm. smoking can actually contribute to your confidence in a weird way. Because you smoke, yeah. you, you feel good. Let's say you are in a social situation and you don't feel comfortable. When you smoke in that situation, let's say you are in, at a club, you go out, you take a smoke, it mm -hmm. grounds you. Because this is a ritual, this is a habit. You feel certain, then you go back to the club, and now, boom, you can talk to someone else. So in this sense, it's different. So if I would be helping someone with smoking addiction, I would ask them a different type of question compared to what I'm asking when we're talking about porn addiction. For example, we'll, of course, we'll focus on health first. I would ask them, hey, how are you going to look like in 30 years? Let's think, let's go to a cancer ward at a hospital and look at cancer patients who have lung cancer. Or I would ask them, how do you feel about people in social settings who don't like the smell that's coming off you because you, you smoke so much? How about that? How does that impact your, your opportunities for dating, let's say, when you have a smell like that? Or... How about your how about your senses when you wake up in the morning and a lot of people who don't smoke they just enjoy the smells outside or just at home but you cannot because now you desensitize your your smell you do like hmm. you're missing out on so much how about that <laughs> yeah um and also when you when you break free from this addiction from any addiction um then you you have more free time after that because you're not wasting time on you know smoking watching porn uh, scrolling social media uh because that's actually one of the i think one of the most popular addictions today social media like uh TikTok, it's because it's it's all about the dopamine, right? It's all about the dopamine spike that you get. Uh, it's it's that very short amount of 
of of pleasure that you get in like a couple of minutes and but this is how our why i'm 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 wondering why our brain why does it not help us to like to say look this is bad for you i know that you're 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 getting pleasure out of it but our brain should protect us why is it not doing it <laughs> do, do you know the answer i don't know but this is this is a brilliant question because what's happening here really is that our brain thinks that it's helping us i think huh. i i see it like this we have two parts of our brain one is animal brain this is our protection system it's a a million year old survival software and its task is to make sure that we survive and it doesn't care whether we survive in the future what it cares about is now that's our instinct our survival instinct and in the past this instinct was worried about real threats someone coming into our cave and stealing our our women or men someone mm. stealing our food someone killing us right now we don't have this threats so our animal brain refocuses on how we feel like because right now these are the minor threats that it has the only threats so we feel bored <clears throat> we feel lonely we feel unhappy and every time we feel this our brain goes oh i need to survive it's so hard that's the hardest thing that we face now we're not facing you know hunting a mammoth so <laughs> our brain goes i need something to survive right now give me some dopamine give me some relief give me some release and that's why it pushes us to reach for porn or social media or a cigarette or alcohol now at the same time we have the other part of our brain the hero brain which is our soul which is our connection to the creator which is which is something that connects us to god and it cares about our future about our long term goals about getting stable dopamine versus the the dopamine spike that we get from animal brain now that we get from those addictions but it's hard to get into this hero brain unless you really train yourself to go into that hero brain to go into your heart and remember what what's your focus what are your long term goals and that's why I think that whenever you feel down the like the best way for you to get to pull yourself out is to review your goals your goals and your motivations for each of those goals of course you're supposed to have those goals written down if you don't do that you can <laughs> you can review them now you review those goals you go back you switch from your animal brain to your higher brain your hero brain and that's when you get back to present and you realize whoa 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 that was just a nurge that was just the animal brain trying to run me but i am a rational person i am smart i'm not going to make an irrational decision because when it comes to an addiction like porn or social media it is always an irrational decision you tell yourself i feel i feel low i feel down i will do this behavior I will watch some porn and masturbate and I will feel better. But the truth is 
No, that's that's lie. You're not going to feel better. You will only feel more depressed because now on top of your depression, you will add shame and guilt and wasting time. You only feel depressed. So you are a rational person. Make the right choice. Go into your heart, into your hmm. hero brain. Brilliant. Uh, as you were speaking, um, I was thinking, can we have a positive relationship with addictions? Like, well, if it's an addiction, you you don't have a, like, it can't be. But can you have a positive relationship with porn, with sugar, with social media, with cigarettes, with alcohol? I, th- I, th- I think we could, right? I mean, it's not all evil. Um, it depends on... I'm actually uh, um, answering my own question. <laughs> uh, well, but anyway, what do you think? I think we can. I'll put it like this. I think we can, but there is no point. Let's take alcohol. Let's not talk mm. about porn addiction. So alcohol. Mm. Yeah, it makes you feel good on the front end, right? But mm. you have to pay price at the back end. And the problem is that you don't see that the price is coming because it just makes you feel good. You don't feel bad when you drink alcohol, but it's actually destroying your body and destroying your brain. Not not very quickly, no. But 10 years, 20 years later, you will see the negative results. So p- personally, I don't think this negative co- consequences are worth it whether it comes to social media addiction, porn addiction, or alcohol addiction, not to mention smoking. I just, I don't, I don't think they're worth it because honestly, like I I drank maybe one glass of wine in the last couple of years. That's it. (laughs) If, If, look, if I drink, let's say every week, I, I don't, I'm sure that it won't make me that much better. So when I weigh the consequences versus the pleasure that mm. I get for me, but look, I'm not saying that this is this is right for you. You make your own choices. Mm-hmm. And yeah. but for me, the consequences they overweigh any kind of pleasure that I'm getting now. And I would say this: ultimately, it's up to anyone how they want to live their life. If they are okay let's say, smoking and then shaving off 10 years of their life. That's up to them. I guess my only concern would be this. If you really feel, because with porn addiction, it's obvious that those negative consequences, they hit you right in the face. Because if you you do this behavior every day, you are getting less social. You don't want to go out. You don't want to interact with other people. And those negative consequences are not okay. So make sure that you you see them, you make a conscious choice, a rational choice, not letting the addiction run you. If your choice is rational, I, I might be okay with it. But the final thing I want to say is this. I don't think yeah. that porn as the source of like basically information, it's information that we're feeding into our mind. I don't think that this is good for our brain. Because it it it's actually it's pretty dark. 
people for, first of all the people who are involved in this in this mm-hmm. pornography they're often taken advantage of they don't know any better they are lied to and they destroy their lives so you watching those images of people destroying their lives that's what's happening i i, I think that this is this is pretty detrimental to the brain think one last example think watching a porn video versus watching a beautiful movie like Schindler's mm-hmm. List or Saving Private Ryan. What's going to make a more positive impact on your mind? Yeah. Or read a book. Yeah. Or learn English. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, Roman, thank you. Uh, it's, been, it's been very interesting. Where can people find you? Because you have a podcast. I've listened to a couple of your episodes and you start your episodes with even if it kills even if it kills me <laughs> that's right what does that mean what why do you start you even if it kills me what what what, what kills you yeah thank you for listening to them thank you for the question look when i i think that porn addiction is a deadly enemy for a lot of people and especially if if you got addicted at a young age and i see this i see this people getting addicted very young and then they go into their 40s 50s and 60s and struggling with it and when you're 40 it's pretty hard to actually over to overcome this addiction which has been with you for many many years dozens of years mm-hmm. and overcoming it in this situation takes a lot of commitment and i think we should be military about our commitment it's like we are in the middle of action and there is an enemy running at us that is porn addiction and it's running at us with a machine gun and it's going to take us down unless we fight. We fight with everything that we have. We don't surrender and we say, I'm going to fight this and win even if it kills me. You're ready to give your life, uh-huh. not literally. But yeah. this is the kind of commitment because otherwise the enemy will take you down 100%. It will take your life. So don't give your life to the enemy. Make a rational choice. This is the kind of commitment I, I want from people. Not like something, ah, yeah, you have a free course. I will, I'll watch maybe two videos out of 15. Mm. I won't do the tasks. Mm. And then I will say it does not work. No, it's not about the course. It's about your commitment. Great. Uh, I have another question because we we talked about young people and I'm sure that there are parents who are listening to this episode. I don't want them to to panic and now think that their their kids are are addicted to porn, but how can we I mean what can we say? Like should they now go and check their phones what, what or or I don't know their their computers because that's where they might consume porn. What what would you suggest to a parent? Yeah, <laughs> that's a great question, and I actually do. I do panic. Look, because <laughs> you're a, you're a dad, right? I'm also a dad. To... Yeah. Huh. Let well, for example, right now one of uh, one of the people that I'm helping right now is a 14 year old guy. He's from Singapore. He's been addicted for a few years and he's struggling. He's struggling with his studies. 
He has brain fog. He has problems with memory. He, he cannot concentrate both long-term memory and short-term memory. And he is, he doesn't want to go to school because he feels, he feels socially isolated. Now, if you don't want your kid to end up in this situation, what you have to do is this. Let's put it like this. So first of all, you can let them know about my work. Show them my channel, let's say my YouTube channel or my website and let them go from there. Just create that awareness. That's the first step. They're bright. They're smart. They're Even though they're young, they're super smart. And maybe that alone will be helpful. They realize that this is a problem because I did not realize this was a problem. This was an addiction until I was 31. So the earlier people realize this, the better. The second step is sometime later, in a couple of months, talk to them about this. Ask them, yeah, I shared this channel with you. What do you think? And mm -hmm. the third thing is this. Keep talking about the dangers, but in a very friendly way. Keep explaining. Keep asking them questions. And just w watch some of my stuff. Understand the dangers and just make sure that you increase the awareness of dangers in your kid. But again, not in a confronting way, but in a very friendly approach, being a friend. That's what helps. Not blaming them for porn. Because I want you to have compassion. See, the problem with young kids is that they are very horny. And they don't know what to do with that horniness. Usually when they're young, 13, 14, 15, 16, maybe, they don't have access to real sex. So porn becomes the only sex that they can, can have access to. Mm. So I, I feel for them and you need to feel for them too. So keep, keep talking to them. Thank you, Roman. Uh, where can people find you? So are you on social media? You've got a YouTube channel, I know. You've got a website. And any other channels where people can find you? Yes, yes, Fabio. Thank you for the opportunity. First of all, if you are struggling with porn addiction or if, if you feel that you might have a problem, please go to my website, which is romanmiranov.com. R-O-M-A-N-M-I-R-O. Onov.com slash free and get my free porn detox course. It's a structured program that will show you whether you are addicted. And if you are, if you feel that this is a problem, it will give you the tools to break free and live the version 2.0 of your life. So do this. And yes, I am available on on many channels, including Instagram. You can find me there at B20 of yourself. And my main channel is YouTube. Mm. My it's you can find me at at he is hero on YouTube. Well, great. I'll I'll put all these links in the show notes so people can click and find you. Thank you, Roman. Thank you so much. It's been it's been great talking to you. Well, thank you for the opportunity to spread the positive message. I enjoyed it. Okay, so we're back. I hope that this episode, that this conversation I had with Roman 
has made you reflect or has given you some motivation to quit any of the addictions that you might have. Um, I hope that uh, it has given you some willpower to to get control of your life, okay, or to maybe fight whatever you're trying to fight. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope that you will join the next episode of Stolarite Stories with another true story. Bye-bye, guys. Bye-bye.